everyone, I'm Jessica, the founder of Ren Africaine. Welcome to the Ren Africaine Show. Knowledge is power, and our mission is to empower and educate black women on how to look and feel like their best selves. Also, we want to celebrate the greatness of black beauty entrepreneurs because audacious black is beautiful. Hey guys, it's Jessica here. And I'm your host. And today we have here with us Tejeri, skincare blogger and beauty entrepreneur. So Tejeri, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi Jessica, thank you so much for having me. Well, my name is Ogena Tejeri and I am a skincare blogger. I've been blogging since 2017. Skincare is my absolute passion. Like I love everything about skincare. And I converted my passion to my side hustle. What a lot of people don't know about me is that I am an oil and gas trader as well. Ooh, lovely. That's (laughs) nice to know. Multifaceted woman. Hey. (laughs) Before we go into the business side of things, I want to ask you, what does self-care mean to you? Self-care means doing anything for yourself to make yourself feel better about yourself. I think self-care can be as simple as putting on a sheet mask on your face on Friday night, drinking wine. It can be as complicated as going to the spa, getting facials, chemical peels. Anything you do that makes you feel better about yourself, to me, is self-care. I love that. I'm a huge advocate for self-care. So each day comes with its own challenges and sometimes you have a good day, sometimes you have, you know, bad days. And what would you say is one thing every woman can do to feel, you know, better about themselves when they have not so good days? Uh, Not so good days. I've been having not so good days myself and I find that praying helps. I love to pray because I feel like God always listens. He's always there and he always gives me hope. Mm. And I like listening to music and reading motivational quotes on Instagram. I know that sounds so cheesy, but it really, really helps. Like just surrounding yourself around positive energy, Mm. positive vibes, doing things that make you happy always makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, that's definitely true. Especially like, you know, places like Nigeria and Africa where, you know, it has its own struggles as well. So how are huge global brands failing black women in terms of you know manufacturing products that work for our faces hair and skin they're feeling us badly like in <laughs> 2017 when i started blogging i tell you it's come a long way but not as long as it should be right now when i go on like cult beauty sephora website you know most of the time you mostly see white women that is their mass market that's who beauty brands make all their products for and that's their targets they don't really focus on us women that look like us Mm. and I feel until George Floyd last year when everyone was highlighting black brands remember that yeah the whole black lives matter that's actually one of the main reasons why I started this as well it was the whole black lives matter and you know people fighting for 15% women fashion design in America started like fighting for black women to have 15% shelf space in Sephora and it was just so disheartening to see that you know the beauty industry for so long has really been neglecting black women I agree with you. And the thing is, when I went online, this was 2017. And I feel like at that time, most black women, we were into skincare, but it wasn't a big thing. Everyone was mostly into makeup in 2017. I feel skincare industry actually blossomed for black women not too long ago. And I feel like 
in 2017, when I would go on websites and search for brands and search for brands that cater to darker skinned women, I found it hard to find products for us. And what I would say is I like Fenty. Fenty is a good brand that also kind of opened the pathway for black women women. oh yeah in terms of the range of foundation they had like you know before fancy beauty a lot of these brands were not actually making enough you know shades of like foundation they'd stop at like i don't know what shade that's like for like people that are light but then even dark-skinned women would end up being the wrong undertone it would be like too orange too too gray too ashy and it's it's awful but um i'm so happy that so many black women african women are taking that bold and courageous step to make their own products yes i just feel like we know what works best for ourselves and therefore we're able to produce things that work for for us for us yes so i i definitely think that black women should do more research and start purchasing and exploring brands that cater to us because not all brands and you know i noticed that luxury brands as well they don't do a good job with catering to women of color Mm. it's mostly targeted because if you think about rich people it's always like a white person Mm. it's never black a black woman can have something nice a black woman deserves to be in luxury products it's always for white women and that's one thing i don't like about luxury brands because they never no i wouldn't say never but they hardly target women of color and it breaks my heart because we want to look good in designer stuff. Yeah. We want to wear like Chanel foundation mm-hmm. or, you know, when like a, be- a beauty blogger is hyping like a really nice foundation and then you go to the store and you see, oh, maybe this brand doesn't have my shade. And it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. And for me, just because uh, I'm lighter, I never really f- noticed that most brands... Um, didn't go as dark as they should mm. so maybe they would usually stop at my shade or just a bit darker but you know when I started talking to other people darker skinned women they would complain to me they were like ah oh, Tejiri I like this brand but they don't have my shade or I like this brand or this product doesn't work for me and it always broke my heart all the time so I feel the beauty industry They've done something, but a lot more. A lot more needs to be done because the market is definitely not for us. And I can feel it. I can definitely feel it. The worst part is that the reason why a lot of them don't do it, I read somewhere, is because they feel like black women don't have that purchasing power. So they feel like black women don't have the the funds to spend. Mm-hmm. But I was doing research, I think, the other day, and I saw something about how funny enough black women out of like all the different races spend the most money yes, i did i read on, that article on um yeah, on beauty. beauty yeah we do so that is that's crazy because we make up the mo- like we make up most of the sales in the beauty industry black women yeah we make up most of it hair care makeup skincare we buy most of it so it's crazy to me but I feel like this would be a chance for more black brands to, you know, come up and start their own businesses and focus on us. Because let's be fair, most of the brands are owned by white people and yep. they cater to themselves. So it's time for us to uplift the black people and, you know, tell them you can do this and we'll support you. 100%. 100%. Okay, now the business side of things. When did you start your company? So the year and what made you decide to go into skincare? 
Okay, I started my company last month, 25th of um, September 2021. And what made me go into skincare? My mom is actually a beauty therapist. So all my life, subconsciously, I've always loved skincare. In When I was in secondary school, I would always get like clean and clear, like the whole set and make sure I'm exfoliating twice a week, make sure I'm clay masking. I, ha- I had a clay mask when I was like 14 and um, I always had a routine. There was no time in my life where I would literally just be like, I use anything on my skin. I never, ever did that. So in 2017, I decided, I just looked at myself and I was like, you know what, you're not doing anything with your life. What do you really want to do? You know, everybody gets that epiphany where you're like, okay, I need to figure out my passion, Mm. as people would say. And to me, I wanted to go uh, through the typical way of maybe being like uh, an engineer or being getting a job that's lucrative, getting a job that makes you a lot of money because I want to make money. Mm. In yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm all for black women making their coins. But as my my mom is a beauty therapist, so you know, I got into skincare. I would get my facials done. I never really noticed that that was my passion. Like skincare was my ultimate passion. You know, God always puts stuff in your life for a reason, but it takes time for you to sit down and actually realize and be like, this is for me. Like you've always put this in my face and I never really noticed that this is the one for me. I think I had that in 2017. So in 2017, I just started doing research about skincare and it was so interesting. I've never enjoyed reading anything in my life as much as i love reading about skincare i can spend hours and hours it's not about hype for me for me it's just something that comes naturally i can i love i love skincare so much and (laughs) nobody can understand i can i can be upset and i start reading about skincare and i'll be happy it brings me joy i i don't know i think skincare is a lifestyle rather than i would say a passion because Every day I wake up, there's no day in my life where I don't think about skincare. There's no day in my life where I don't think about, oh, so what's new? Let me see this new ingredient, this new product. It's always been a part of me. But I had to, I had that sudden realization in 2017 that this is what you were born to do. This is what you were put on earth to do. Your purpose, yeah. in other words. Yeah, it sounds corny, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and my brand, the reason why I started my brand was basically because of you know, doing research for so many years, since 2017, that's four years now. I love luxury products, as I said. And there's just a lack of diversity and inclusivity in brands. I just, it's frustrating and it's annoying. And the thing is, when you find one brand that's good for women of color, yeah, it's good and everything, but sometimes not all their products actually are meant for you mm-hmm. like there's no brand out there that i would say that oh that at that time let me say at that time because right now there are some really good black owned businesses that work for women of color mm-hmm. but at that time you know there was a struggle and um and last year i noticed a lot of people got into body care a lot of people wanted to explore body care more and most brands actually don't focus on body care. They mostly focus on face mm. and, you know, your, your serum, your moisturizer, your oil. And I was yeah. doing research. I was I was researching. I was like, I need to find a body care brand. I mean, I stumbled across like three. 
But it wasn't in the UK. At that time, I was living in the UK. It wasn't in London. And I was like, everybody wants body care. And there's literally nothing in the market right now. Mm. Nobody focuses on body care apart from those three brands I said. I was like, this could be my niche because I never wanted to do face products. I, I never did. A few people always spoke to me they were like oh i think you should start your own skincare brand i'm like nah it's not for me for me if i want to do something it has to resonate with my spirit it has to go with me and every time i thought about like face products i was like mm. you didn't just want to start yeah, it for starting to, it but nah. there's a lot of face products brands that make products yeah for, the for face. face yeah, yeah. like serum moisturizer you want it to be unique you wanted yeah, something different i wanted some because at the end of the day like my end goal is not even to own a brand like i have a really big and go for skincare in Africa not mm. just Nigeria mm. and I just didn't want to push my brand out there as a facial care brand mm. so starting my body care line and thinking about that I, I've worked on this for a year mm. now so thinking about that was just it was something special to me because I thought there was a gap in the markets this is a niche you know people rarely ever hear of body serums and i wanted to bring something fresh something new everybody likes fresh and new things so i wanted something different for my brand okay that's nice yeah what are the, some of the challenges of doing business in nigeria i know your brand is new and you haven't really been in the industry for so long but so far one challenge i would say is that in nigeria people are not accepting towards Nigerian-owned brands. You know, most of the people that I know, they like to use international brands. And it's very hard to convince my clients in Nigeria that they should trust me and they should, you know, give me that benefit of the doubt. Because I feel if my brand was more... If it was an international brand, let's say I started in London and it was doing really well in London and I brought it to Nigeria, people would be more accepting. But the fact that I started here and, you know, it's new, people don't really know me that well. Mm. I feel it's that trust. Mm. It's I'm, I'm finding it hard to gain trust from my customers. But when people get the products and they see it, then they're like, oh my God, this is good. Mm. But we need to support each other in Nigeria. We need to support... Made in Nigeria Yeah, products. made in Nigeria. Because let's be real, most people, we don't really trust made in Nigeria products. Mm. Most of my friends, we use like Sunday Riley, yeah. you know, yep. The Ordinary. And these are all, as I said, like white people. They're owned by white people. Mm. So we need to start trusting black-owned slash Nigerian brand. I also have the flaw of not trusting black-owned brands. So starting my own business as well has kind of opened my mind. And I'm like... Maybe I should try other African brands mm. because it might work. It might actually work for you. So That's good. I think so. I think with any new brand, building um, brand loyalty and trust yes. is always very difficult. But I think once you know that you get the product out there and people start believing more in your brand, yes. it's only up from there. And um, I think that even um, international brands companies and brands may even want to start stocking a product and stuff so a lot of women want to go into business and entrepreneurship not just in the beauty industry but generally mm -hmm. and they don't know how to start what advice can you give to female entrepreneurs in any industry that want to start a business first thing i would say is just start 
I know it's easier said than done because I struggled for years to even start my blog. Like, we always have that self-doubt in us that, oh, maybe we're not good enough. Maybe someone's better. But just start, have faith in yourself. That is the most important thing because business is not easy. Because some days you have good days and bad days. So just start. And then two, make sure that it's something you're interested in. It doesn't have to be your passion. But make sure you would you can keep going even when things are not going the way you want them to go. And I would say research. Research is really important. I love I love it when people go into thorough research. You know, you're not starting something because a starting something. You're starting something because I'm well educated. I know what's going on. I have my facts right and I know that, okay, in a few years, this thing is going to be good. Yeah. So it's basically saying it's not just about copying somebody else's business yeah. or business idea because you see it doing well, but yeah. actually knowing that. Knowing. Yeah. And you have what it takes as well because yes. I feel like everybody's skill sets are very different. Yes. And just because somebody else is doing it and it's working for them doesn't mean that it, it's going to work for you. Yes. So just knowing your, where your strengths lie yes. rather than just starting a business just because everyone is starting one yeah how did you get capital to fund your business i saved up when i started uni i started saving i don't know why i was saving but i was saving for something Mm. it's it's really strange to explain but i was just saving towards something because first of all i wanted to gain self-control from saving because i can just i i love to splurge like when i get my pocket money i can just splurge so each time I got my pocket money, I basically put like 30% of it in my savings account. And then when I graduated in 2020, I had a good amount of money in my account. And then I asked myself, I was like, okay, you have two options. You can either start a business or buy something stupid and you regret it soon. So I saved up for my business nice. my That's own money. Smart. That's yeah. smart. Good financial planning and financial <laughs> management is very yeah. important, ladies. Yes. So what, what long-term goals do you have for your brand? So where do you see your brand in the next five years? Uh, we would expand, obviously. So we have more body serums, body moisturizers, body oils. We might go into face products. We're not sure. But just know my brand is always, it's a niche. So it's something that's, that is needed, women need, but... Brands don't focus on it. So that's the niche of my brand. I love that. I love that. Um, I look forward to seeing all the different products that you have mm. lined up and where your brand takes you. So what is your favorite product from your line and why? My favorite product from my line is my serum, the body serum. Why is it your favorite? It's my favorite because it's lightweight and it's it's different. It's a body serum. You know, brands barely have a body serum, but it's, it's an amazing blend of ingredients i actually formulated everything myself so with my manufacturer i gave her all the ingredients that i wanted in each product that's why it took so long to get ready because i was involved in every step of at every step of the way with this line so the serum is my favorite because it's the best and it's the best seller so. love that so what impact would you want your products to have on every woman oh i want you to feel confident in the body that you have i want you to feel more secure with your body like you know us as black women we tend to have like hyperpigmentation and scarring on our body and the 
ingredients list the active ingredients is glycolic acid which is good for dark skinned women so this actually helps um, treat hyperpigmentation and stretch marks doesn't I mean everybody's perfect you know you don't need to treat all these things but you know we can feel insecure sometimes about certain things on our bodies so when you use my product I know it would treat the problems and I want you to feel more confident and you know just be proud of your body whatever shape you are so that's the most important thing okay so this is more of a personal question for you you were a skincare blogger before you started your skincare brand so currently you're a skincare blogger working as a trader right yeah and you have your skincare brand so how are you able to balance all three things blogging you know beauty entrepreneurship and working a nine-to-five in oil and gas industry it's not easy. I will tell you that you have to be very disciplined and you have to manage your time properly. But when I'm in my nine to five, I focus on that. And then after work is when I focus on my business and blogging and over the weekends as well. I also focus on my business, but it's definitely not easy. It's not something that is for the lighthearted no, well done, well done. <laughs> Thank Huge you. Huge congratulations. You're also like quite young and you're, you know, entering the industry. You're doing so much at such a young age. Um, do you feel like, like in Nigeria, your age limits you in any way? No, I don't think my age limits me. I, I don't think that. Okay. That is the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Tejri, for coming on my show. It has been so lovely having you and we honestly hope you continue to slay your goals and you kill it in the beauty industry. Thank you. I wish you the same as well, Jessica. Thank you very much for listening to The Ren African Show. Make sure you tune into the next episode. Follow us on Instagram at ren.africane.